Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Waterglow Podcast. We're your hosts, Ben. <laughs> An indigo. <laughs> you always get the giggles when we start this. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cute. Uh, you're too kind <laughs> to find my awkwardness adorable. <laughs> well, that's because it is. Oi. Anyway, uh, today's episode is going to be about navigating the storm. A good, a good thing to learn about. Yes, yes. Um, Try to wrap your head around. Yeah, um, I just came out of one today. Yeah, I, I did too. I think a lot of people did. Yes. It's great pen. work. Yeah, but yeah. It's like there's this increasing group of people. Yeah. That are experiencing similar things at the same time. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. We're like linked, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like a grid of people who are kind of some with awareness and some without awareness carrying each other through mm-hmm. some wild process into their best self. Yeah. It's like we're all synchronizing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Syncing up. Yeah experiencing similar things at similar times, different expressions of the same kind of events, if you will. Yes. It, it, it kind of reminds me of um, some things that I've seen with uh, like physical synchronization. Um, there's like this uh, experiment that I've seen, uh, sort of a demonstration, I guess, less an experiment, more of a demonstration, where um, somebody will take a, a, like a chunk of two by four, and mm-hmm. put it on top of a couple of soda cans. Right. And then put a bunch of metronomes that are out of sync on top of the board. Right. Right. And they'll just synchronize themselves. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. But they just do it on their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely, one by one, they get in sync. Yep. Yeah. And it's like there's like this um, energy transfer that happens through the board. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, like they send signals to each other like hey yeah yeah like the vibration and frequency lines up Mm -hmm. it aligns it's more comfortable when you're in alignment yes than when you're not so these inanimate objects (laughs) yes it it gets like really chaotic at first Mm -hmm. yeah they're all over the place yeah and that's kind of like the storm yeah and it's like kind of it kind of evens out like there there are some points where like one of the metronomes is like um, like 100, 180 degrees out of phase with mm-hmm. all the rest of them. And then it's like it gets a little chaotic again and then it settles into like complete synchronization. Right. Yeah. Really interesting stuff. But anyway, <laughs> navigating the storm. Mm-hmm. I often feel like I am not good at that at well, all. Well, when you're <laughs> in it, yeah, it doesn't. It Energy storms, mind storms, I mean... Tower oh, moments in yeah. general. Tower moments. Uh, yeah, time gets wonky. Things mm-hmm. are just... The storm is really just like when you're out of alignment and there's a lot of stuff happening. There's a lot of moving parts to it, just like a storm. Mm-hmm. Your clarity is clouded. There's thunder. There's lightning. There's rain. Metaphor, metaphor for a lot of different things. And uh, you're just not in alignment with your higher self and your higher calling so you don't feel as clear as crisp as you do when you're not in a storm right 
So navigating that space can be really difficult sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, <coughs> yeah, it, it is it is a matter of being out of alignment. But like like I said, with like the the metaphor with the um, metronomes, right? Right. Um, sometimes the out of alignment is just part of the process of getting into alignment. Right. Yep. Like you were sort of kind of in alignment before and then like something starts pulling you towards being more in alignment Mm -hmm. and everything falls apart and gets put back together in a more beneficial way. Yes. And things can get a little chaotic when things are restructuring like that. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, I think like Keeping faith is an important part of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Knowing that, I mean, it helps when you've had that glimpse of that higher truth where mm-hmm. you, you've seen the divine order of all the chaos. And so you know that so long as you walk in faith, sit in faith, however you choose to navigate the storm, uh, you'll come out the other side. Like yeah. no matter what's, I think... One of the keys is to not get sucked into the mental narratives that happens during those times. You, it's just what your mind does. It tries to justify why you're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I, it's obviously because of this thing that this person did this one time, you know, whenever. Oh, it's obviously because I'm under psychic attack. Oh, it's obviously, you know, whatever. Your mind tries to justify it. But it's important to remind yourself, even if you justify it, and you find somebody to place blame on, mm-hmm. it's still happening. Right. And and blaming it on some external force is not going to change that it's happening. So focus on what you can do to get through it because yeah. it always ends. It always mm-hmm. ends. Uh, it always passes. It always clears and the sun always returns and things get better. So in those moments, one of the things that I do is I try to focus on gratitude Sometimes it's really hard yeah. when when the storm is very dense, when you're having a lot of really intrusive thoughts, negative feelings, you know, it seems like nothing's going right, et cetera, et cetera. Try to focus on gratitude. Um, if I'm having like a mental storm where thoughts are just all over the place and my brain's trying to say, oh, this is obviously what it is. It's this horrible, awful thing. Uh, I'll distract my rational mind with music like if Mm -hmm. i if i listen to non-lyrical music or even lyrical music and focus on like an instrument in the background like the drum the bass drum or the kick drum or you know the saxophone or the flute you know just one thing i try to get my mind to focus on that and i breathe do deep intentional breathing and just it helps break any negative mental train of thought, any negative mental narrative, it helps break that so that you're not riding that train to its end, you know, coming up with a story that you have no idea if it's true or not and mm-hmm. making it worse for yourself. I've been there a million times before. Yeah. So I'm a pro <laughs> at understanding dense mental loops and narratives. Um, but yeah, like there's a lot of different things that you can do. To, to ride out the storm. And, you know, there are people who would say, oh, if you ignore things that come up, then you're just practicing avoidance or suppression or whatever. And that's not true. And not for everyone. Yeah. In my case, it's like, if it's something that needs to be addressed, it'll come back up. 
mm-hmm. you know, but in the moment, in the heat of the moment, when you're feeling helpless, hopeless, angry, you know, whatever's coming up, scared, um, it's important to get yourself in a better mental state before you address those issues. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. I mean, that's definitely something that I do. Like, um, I don't really have that much of a problem with like the negative mental loop so much. Right. I mean, it happens to me, but it doesn't really affect me very much. Cause right. like I've, I've always been very, um, uh, familiar with my mental landscape. Mm-hmm. And I've, uh, ever since I was, uh, I think in my like early teens or maybe before, I, I've always known how to allow thoughts to happen without believing them. Right. Um, yeah, see, I'm not that great at that. I thought everything, I thought every thought that I had was mine and, and meant to be believed up until, you know, self-realization. Yeah. <laughs> so and I had a lot to unload. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've uh, I don't know. I'm not sure why. I just kind of picked up on that kind of naturally and fell into it mm-hmm. pretty easily. Um, but I did, I, I did want to say one thing where you're saying like, you know, uh, like sometimes you get like these ideas that it's like, well, it's because this person did that or it's psychic attacks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And based on my experience, sometimes those things are objectively true, mm-hmm. whatever objectively means right. um, in, in this context. But like, um, I think it's, it's kind of been my observation that a lot of times, um, it's, uh, there, there are these underlying patterns that I guess you could call the cause, the root cause of the, uh, the storm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, you know, you, you try to say like, what's the root cause of an actual storm? A lot of things. Yeah. But it's, that's it's, true. it's a, it's a weather pattern. Right. Um, and a, a lot of times these, um, uh, these storms that we go through, they are energetic patterns. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so sometimes, a, a lot of times for me anyway, like, um, I don't know why it's like, I, maybe it's my airy side, but it's like wh- when, when, they, when stuff happens like that, I, I always have to do something to get out of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I've tried to just ride it out before and it just stays around forever. If I try, right. if I yeah. try to do that. Uh, but if, if I don't do something, it just sticks around. Uh, and there, there's always some thing that is sort of the personal cause for me. But it's kind of been my observation that a lot of times those things uh, kind of manifest themselves around the underlying pattern. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, like, like with actual storms, right? Right. There's wind, there's clouds, there's rain. Um. Each one of those things by themselves isn't the storm. Right. But it's part of it. Right. It's when they all come in together and hit you at the same time that things get dicey. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a lot of these things just kind of like coalesce around each other mm-hmm. to make the storm. Right. And I kind of see that kind of thing happening um, within myself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I have things that come up. Uh, and it's almost like that there's these these uh, energies that come in that kick up things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chaos yeah. energy. Yeah. Sometimes the trickster it's like, gods. Yeah. That's sometimes, their purpose. Yes. Sometimes it's that. And sometimes it's just like really intense, like energy coming in from, you know, who knows where. Right. Yeah. And like, um, it's like it knocks stuff loose. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, 
it, it, it's gotten a little bit easier for me to deal with since I've kind of like shifted from my mostly shifted from my natural tendency to be like, what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> to, yeah. So more of a space of like, okay, this is happening. How can I use this to clear things that need to be cleared? Right. Yeah. And that see, that's alchemy. Like, yeah, I remember when I first started uh, experiencing storms with awareness, I was like, this is bullshit. I hate this. What did I do to deserve this? And like over time, you eventually realize that it's a good thing as uncomfortable as it is. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> I still don't care for them. Yeah. But over time, you realize that it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And it's something that can help you uh, elevate, evolve, mm -hmm. expand, um, and find hidden traumas, triggers, treasures yeah. buried uh, in deep, dark corners you forgot about. Yes. Yes. That, <laughs> yes. That, that's definitely been how it's how it's been for me. Yeah. It starts off, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, some kids, when they're when they're little, little, they're terrified of storms. It's loud. There's all these flashes. They don't understand. Mm -hmm. uh, it's scary. And then as you get older, you realize, oh, it's just a, a wetter, wet, blah, 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 <laughs> weather pattern. Yes. You know, yeah. and you use it to your advantage as best you can, you know? Yeah. It's a little weird, but <laughs> yes, you eventually figure it out and you can use it as a tool yeah. for healing, for ascension, for evolution, expansion, teaching, all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess you just kind of reach a point where even the most negative things, you can use them to teach, to create art, to do whatever, heal, whatever you want. Yeah. Alchemy. Turning, yep. turning lead into gold. Exactly. You take yep. something that appears worthless mm -hmm. and you and turn toxic. it into, and, yeah, and <laughs> toxic, and you turn it into something beautiful. Yeah. Yep. And you get really, really good at it over time. Like, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's like you can't help what's happening outside of your control, right? Mm -hmm. But you can control yourself. You can learn how to either flow or control or discipline or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, um, to deal with uncomfortable and unfortunate situations the best that you can. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So yeah. Navigating the storm is a good thing to understand, you know, to try to figure out and it's different for everyone, mm -hmm. you know, like Ben likes to deal with shit in real time. Right. Which I fully get. I do that sometimes. But when it's a storm and it's really chaotic and stuff, I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here and let this shit float all around me. Try my best not to attach to any of it and then see what's left once the dust settles. Yeah. And, you know, it's some I don't know. I, the, I That's the approach I usually take when it comes to like, um, I don't know, anger and triggers and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, I, I don't know. So, uh, sometimes my brain just gets really cranky and, and like, you know, kind of like in a little bitchy mood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, it'll start like throwing a whole bunch of stuff at me. It's like, oh, th this is the problem. This is the problem. This is why you're cranky. This is why mm -hmm. you're cranky. I'm just like, eh, that's really unlikely. 
Yeah. But okay. You're just masking the actual issue. Yeah. I know for me, like for a long time, it was so much easier to blame something externally. Like Mm -hmm. you made me feel this way because you did this thing. But the thing is, is they're just being their authentic self. And if that's a problem for me, then I should just not be around that person. What's more likely is that there's an issue internally that I'm projecting outwardly onto them and making my negative reaction or response their fault, which is so dumb. I I still catch myself doing it sometimes. It's like, you know, that's a lifetime of emotional and mental programming that you have to break. Yeah. But it's nobody else's fault if you can't handle the storm. It's yours. Your responsibility. Yes. To make sure you don't act like an asshole while things are chaotic. Mm -hmm. We've all been there. Yep. I've lashed out in a storm. Yeah, I mean, I have too, unfortunately. But, like, I don't know, my, the, the programming that I had to break was the complete opposite. Um, basically, it's like, you know, stuff starts happening, and I start feeling a certain kind of way, and um, my old childhood programming kicks in of, like, oh, well, that must mean that I absolutely suck as a human being. Right. Um, so it's, it's, it's taken me a, a long time and a lot of work to be able to um, actually place blame where it goes if there is some. Right, and blame you know? is dumb. Yeah, yeah like, it is, it is. But, like, at the same time, it's like, um, sometimes things are caused by other people. That's true, yes. Yes. There, it, that was, yeah. That was a, a hard lesson for me to actually <laughs> deal with, Yeah. you know? Because I'm just so used to just being like, I feel hurt by this, that must mean I suck. Right. Yeah. Instead of I feel hurt by this because that person was fucking awful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I, I, When you are not the kind of person who does intentional harm, it's difficult for you to understand that there are people in this world who go out of their way to cause harm to others. Like it's it's hard to wrap your head around that. It's actually kind of painful to think about. Like, any harm I've done has been unintentional. I've never gone mm-hmm. out of my way to hurt someone ever. Yeah. Not that I can remember anyway, but, I mean, maybe when I was a kid, I was, you know, some gossip girls drama bullshit, but not <laughs> as an adult. No, I know with full certainty. I've never done intentional harm. Yeah. But, yes, there are people in this world who do intentional harm because they think it's funny mm-hmm. or fun. And that's just... You just distance yourself from those people, yeah. cut them off, enforce mm-hmm. a boundary, whatever. The closer you are to those people, the more likely you are to basically live in a mental and energetic storm, period. Yes. Because they are constantly reaping the blowback from their own bullshit. Yeah. And, and also, <laughs> like, um, a lot of times navigating the storm takes a lot of, uh, you know, inner strength. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to find that inner strength when, uh, not to be like cliche or something, but like energy vampires mm-hmm. are a real thing. Yep. And uh, it's hard to navigate storms when someone who is very close to you is constantly sucking you dry yep. all the time. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to have your feelings mm-hmm. or be happy or yeah. be sad or do anything really for yourself. Because you're constantly having to cater to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And if the people around you aren't supportive of your growth and let's just bring it down. Your health, 
your mental health, your energetic health, your spiritual health, mm-hmm. your physical health, like that should come first and foremost, right? Yes. So if something they are doing is hurting you, it's your job to enforce a boundary there mm-hmm. or remove yourself from the situation. Yes. Because they will not stop. Right. Unless you bring the awareness to them. Like they need to be made aware, hey, what you're doing is actually hurting me. Yeah. And making me not feel good. Can you stop or go away? <laughs> yes. Like we do that. No, I mean, neither one of us are vampires in that way, but all the time we're like, hey, I need a little space. Yeah. I need a minute. I need to just be by myself to yeah. navigate this, mm-hmm. you know? And we don't take it personally. Never, ever. Yeah. Like all morning, I was like, babe, go do you. Yeah. Like, you know, feel your feelings, work it out. Because, you know, like when your partner or friends or whoever you spend a lot of time with, when they're mentally well and they're energetically well, physically well, then they're more fun to be around. Like that's yes. more time to to do high frequency activities mm-hmm. and play and laugh and have a good time. Right. If they're not taking the time to make sure that they are healthy in all ways, then that's just an extended sick period Mm -hmm. where you're energetically mentally physically not well and less time to like have fun and do fun happy high frequency things yeah and uh, going back to something you said like they will not stop yeah that has been my experience um even with boundaries Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times uh people will uh, like you set boundaries and they will um treat it like a problem Right. And, yeah. and I, I know that a lot of that is because like, just based on my personal experience and observation of being in that situation more times than I would like, mm-hmm. um, it seems that what happens is that um, like a some kind of close connection, in my case, it's usually been like a romantic relationship, right? Um, starts off great. And then like, you know, any kind of relationship has some kind of speed bumps in it. Mm-hmm. You know, something happens. Um and it kind of knocks things off kilter a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with, with us, it's like we um, use that as an opportunity to get our footing and um, work things out and get even more solid and steady together. Right? Yeah. And but like the it, with, with, with a lot of these like toxic relationships that I've been in, it's, it's like they get off balance. And um, I do what I can to try to, you know, uh, try to keep my balance and uh, also help them up mm-hmm. and then they, they they start realizing that 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 place of uh suffering that they are in is a a form of control mm-hmm. yep and it's like if i stay in this yucky space he'll constantly be reaching mm-hmm. to help me up so i have his attention yeah yeah and not just attention but like energy mm-hmm. like uh, focus mm-hmm. and and just like you know uh, uh, just thinking about my ex right right like, it was like it was great at first then it got into like this long-term depression yeah and it was like uh, no matter what I did was a problem mm-hmm. and anytime I was I started feeling better it, it was, was a, a problem. problem yeah yeah and I don't know it, it's almost like the um they can they can feel this power and control through that negative space mm-hmm. and 
they don't want to let go of it. Yeah. Then you start to set boundaries and it's like, oh, you're trying to take control from me? Yeah. No, I'm trying to take control back over my life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, that's yeah. a fucking problem, apparently. Yeah, I've, I had that happen, too, with a couple people where... You finally, after years of having no boundaries, mm-hmm. enforce one and it's a big problem yep. because you're no longer their bitch. Yes. And they don't like that. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. I, I know from, I've never been toxic in that way or abusive in that way, but I know that with the last person that you were trying to date, for any new listeners, we're poly, so we're married, but we also date other partners. Um, I used that as a tool to work on myself mm-hmm. and making sure that I wasn't trying to control anything. Cause sometimes you do that subconsciously and not realize it. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm, I made it a, a priority to be like, I need to make sure that I'm not trying to control him mm-hmm. in any way, shape or form. I need to make sure I'm not trying to manipulate him in any way, shape or form. And so I became hyper aware of my own behavior in that situation and eventually just was able to fully release control. And it is the most incredible thing I have ever experienced that I've never, ever experienced before, which is like fully letting go Mm -hmm. of what could happen, what could go wrong, what could go right. And just having full faith and trust in you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, this is awesome. Like (laughs) just loving you, trusting you, having faith in you, knowing that you can handle anything that may happen and not trying to assert any level of control over you or manipulation or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And you still always come back because I'm what you want. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) If it's way better that way. But yeah, I had to deal with a couple really dense and uncomfortable storms through that process. And I am so grateful for those. Those were life, life changing. Yes. And shifted us into a much much stronger space mm-hmm. as a result and it's incredible yeah. like like i said you can use those dense storms as tools for evolution expansion yep. whatever absolutely i mean i, I it's funny I, I tried to do that with that situation but like I, I don't know my my usual like i need to figure out how to how to like fix myself basically yeah yeah and it well, was just like well as it turns out there wasn't anything wrong with me at all no in that <laughs> i mean i did no. get rid of a couple of minor things that like uh i'm i'm happy to be without yeah like, I, I don't know i had some like codependency issues yeah uh, yeah and like i don't know savior complex kind of shit <laughs> yeah yeah not uh, less savior complex more like the like martyr martyr complex yeah Oh, this is obviously like, oh, my let me, fault. Let me let me sacrifice myself for everyone else. And, yeah, you and that like, whole thing oh. was rough for you. You you were not well Ooh. through that. Yeah, yeah, that was awful. It was confusing on my end too, because I was just like, uh, you're like, how do I balance all this? This yeah. person wants more than I, you know. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the storms through that process were nuts. Yes, but they. I don't know. In just a couple months, we went from 
a solid married couple to a unbreakable, nothing can ever, <laughs> ever fuck up with us couple mm-hmm. in just a couple months through that process. So it's like, you know, like it's unfortunate that it kind of fell apart. But at the same time, it's like, fuck, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm so grateful to that process because mm-hmm. damn. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, storms. It's like, I don't know just as a metaphor or a visual, imagine like sitting in a storm and your clothes are tethered and you're skinny and you're scared and you're getting wet in the rain. And by the time the storm's over, by by the time you've ridden through like multiple of those storms, you end up dancing in the rain, laughing at the thunder, laughing at the lightning, Mm -hmm. singing along with the, the harmonies of nature. And you come out looking like a fucking badass, (laughs) all muscular and strong and, happy because you're like yeah fuck yeah i survived another storm yeah yep when you start though you're like eh. oh god I, I remember the first couple i had i was just like oh that was <laughs> that was rough that was rough anyway anyway yeah, yeah. um it's a learning process <sighs> it's a, i guess if i had any advice for past me don't beat yourself up and stop making other people's bullshit your fault. Yeah, I still need to take that advice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it it really does help to be in a mindful relationship when to, when both people are trying to evolve and mm-hmm. expand and become their best selves individually as well as together. Because, like, we can't... We are so safe with one another. So, like, even in... He asks me more than I I care to admit, did I do something wrong? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be sitting here with a shit-eating grin on my face. I'll be like, just to make sure, did I do something? And he knows it's safe to do that. Because yeah. I'm like, no, babe, you didn't do anything wrong. You're amazing exactly as you are. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just, just... Yeah. I just have, like, insecurities pop up sometimes. Yeah. So just, I don't know. It's helpful to, like, be able to verbalize them. Yeah. And having a partner who can do that without making it a big deal Yeah, is or trying to find a reason. I know that there was a point before I reached emotional maturity where if somebody was like, did I do something wrong? I might be like, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can find something to validate, you know, yeah. that. Yeah. But no. Yeah. No. Or you'll be like, I'm sorry that I'm being so weird. I'm just feeling this weird shit. And I'm like, please. For the love of God, stop apologizing for having emotions. Like, yeah, it's okay to feel your feelings. It's okay. Yeah. And, and then I try to apologize for apologizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, but I'm it's like, it. yeah, being with somebody who you don't have to worry about them using that as a manipulation tool or a weapon. Yes. And, you know, we're just getting butthurt about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can't imagine like trying to go through this with any of the, <laughs> any of the people I've dated in the past. Like, oh my God. Like, no. like I don't know, somewhere no. between fuck off and like. You should be committed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Like, let, let's, let's fill you full of drugs to deal with your, with Expanding your Expanding awareness. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. You're understanding the deep secrets of the universe that I don't. You're obviously insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun one. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. so grateful to be going through this process with you. Like, 
Yes, I don't know. I can't stop laughing. My face hurts from smiling. Like uh, I'm just so same. grateful. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's me like too. a. It's like it was written in the stars. Divine union. Yes. We were basically like meant for each other in that way. Yes. <laughs> I just, I just and we've never caused each other storms. Like if if yeah. we, if we ever did trigger a storm in each other, we always sat with each other through it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yep. Don't be with someone who's gonna make your storm rage. Yeah. Well, I I would say like don't 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 be with somebody that like um tries to put your fire out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Got to keep warm. Yes. Yes. And yeah, that 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 happened. I don't know why I just like popped in my head like the. Um, fire has been a my, go ahead my my ex would say just chewed me the fuck out because they found out that i had an esoteric book one that i i didn't even take it seriously it's kind of goofy yeah i just i thought i um i find the perspective interesting but kind of hilarious right yeah it's, it's, it's this weird like mangled hodgepodge of like all kinds of different methodologies squished together in a way right. that makes no fucking sense at all. It's, it's just kind of bizarre. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just kept it because it was kind of funny. Right. And it's just a book. Yeah. And they like chewed me the fuck out for keeping it. And part of why I kept it is because it was my grandfather's. Uh, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you got sentimental value. And is was this one of those, how dare you entertain anything outside my belief structure? Yes. Oh, yes. yeah, fuck that. Exactly. No, not exactly. interested. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, I was just thinking, like, with contrast, like, you know, I'm having, like, all of these weird experiences and everything, and I, I'm quite positive, <laughs> quite positive that if my ex ever found out about it, they would want me committed for it. <laughs> They'd have to fight me off first. Oh, oh, yeah. I, w- <laughs> I would just laugh at them. <laughs> yeah, no, they have no right, so. Woody yep. woo. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. I, I, you know, there's one of my exes, who was like one of my best friends for a long time, who would not. Mm-hmm. She gets it. Yeah. She understands. She's got a little fear attached to it, but a little, a lot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of fear and paranoia there, but she, she is understanding. Yeah. I could sit and talk about fractals. I could talk about mm-hmm. patterns. I could talk about, uh, reality bending i could talk about time travel i could talk about all those things with that person and she wouldn't bat an eyelash she wouldn't try to have me committed Mm -hmm. she would understand that's the only person (laughs) i can think of aside from you that i could actually like sit down and openly discuss the things that i have seen and understood without being asked like do you need help no (laughs) yeah no (laughs) no i got this thanks it's so wild to me. Like, how have we reached that point where, like, thought police, you know? Yeah. Like, you think differently from me, so maybe you need guidance or help or whatever to get back in your box. It's a pattern. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a very, very solid historical pattern. Um, shows up repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the good thing, the good news is that... Um, it it always ushers in change break, breakthroughs breakthroughs yes yes major breakthroughs and social changes and there is scientific discoveries and all kinds of cool shit absolutely nothing that can stop <laughs> the seeds that have been planted from sprouting not like yeah. we sprinkled them bitches everywhere yes 
Yes. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. There's no way that a breakthrough collectively will not happen mm-hmm. after the past several years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. It's like, I know a lot of people talk shit about social media, right? But um, largely <laughs> what because... What a garden. Of... <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of pretty awful shit on social media. Yeah. But um, it has it has really been instrumental in spreading these ideas far more quickly and yeah. effectively yeah. than Any ever other... in yeah. history. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, trying to send a carrier pigeon to, like... <laughs> France yeah like yeah you know like yeah no yeah you're right it it was like you know in the past it just it it, it, these things happen kind of by chance Mm -hmm. you know like I know like I was thinking about like the American Revolution right Mm -hmm. um getting like-minded people together finding those like-minded people at that time was really fucking dangerous yeah you had to do it secretly. Yeah, you had to do it secretly. And, and you, like, you, oh, like figuring. remember, like uh, ciphers and codes. Yeah, you would send like coded messages, and then the receiver would have to have like what is is it a cipher? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, a cipher to decode it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, nobody could decode it unless they had the cipher. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and not just that, but just like figuring out who was on board mm-hmm. and without who would, getting who killed. Would, yeah, <laughs> who would turn you in? Right. Exactly. You know? Uh, like, but you know, things are different now, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a lot easier to, you know, find people who are like who minded understand. and want to participate in change. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And that's a, that's, that's a, oh, we should do a podcast on that too. Like, uh, that's a whole other episode talking about change. Who decides what positive change is because each group has their own idea mm-hmm. of what the shift needs to be or should be or could be yes and yeah. that, that kind of gets into um uh, um what what, what, what it, uh, i can't remember the phrase uh there, there, there's a branch of philosophy that deals with that what's it oh you can't remember i can't remember we'll have to look it up um ethics ethics and meta ethics and who defines that yes who defines right and wrong Exactly. That's always fun. Yep. And that that's one of the um one of the takeaways that's kind of come from like several hundred years of looking into it. Right. Um actually a little over about two thousand three hundred years, I think, looking into this stuff. Right. People figured out that like basically <laughs> basically, um because, uh, you know, with like um social and political theory the the general idea is to maximize good right minimize yeah. the bad right right but who defines it exactly yeah and there there's been a lot of efforts put into trying to figure out what is a universal good and what is a universal bad and the answer is there Nothing. is none there isn't yep that's the that it's, i remember that revelation i was like oh my god that was the big one for me yeah that was up there with the illusion of um security i think mm. and safety like the illusion of good and bad. Good and bad only exists in duality. Who yeah. taught you what's good and what's bad? Your parents. Yeah. Did the parents from California teach the same good and bad as the parents from South America? You know, it's right. different. It's yeah. defined differently. Mm-hmm. And the honest truth is there is no good and bad. There yep. is no good and evil. And you can't really wrap your head around that until you rise above duality 
I remember when I first did that and I was like, it made me so uncomfortable because it goes against your human nature, your yeah. human morality. Mm -hmm. You're just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Nothing can happen, period. It, at all, period. Without sources, God, Allah, whatever you want to call it, great spirit, without creator's permission, yep. which means there is no right and wrong. Yes. <sighs> blew my mind yes. i was just like oh fudge <laughs> that changes things yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah it's like i realized at that point that uh really sovereign being sovereign is the most important that's right in my opinion mm -hmm. yeah so, and that means whatever you think is right and wrong is right for you mm -hmm. period yeah. That might be different for that person over there, but respecting their sovereign right to that means that's okay too. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. I've, I've had a few people uh, try to tell me that I am, uh, that, that I have no morals or ethics because they just I don't, don't understand. Yeah. It's, it's not that I, I think anything goes. Um, it's just that I, I do not, I do not uh, bestow upon myself the authority to dictate to other people what their morals are. Exactly. I have yeah. my own. They have theirs. That's fine. I don't need anybody else to agree to my definition of right and wrong. Right. I know what's right and wrong. I choose to act on my understanding of right and wrong. I'm not going to agree to <laughs> somebody who thinks it's right to destroy the lives of people they have chosen are wrong. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, mm, nah, <laughs> yes. that's wrong on my book. So, yeah. And we're seeing a lot of that right now. The witch hunts. Oh, yeah. You know, like oh, yeah. they're not that's doing a... it the way that I am doing it. So we should destroy them, burn them at the stake, get their social media suspended. Yeah. You know, have them arrested. Let's make their life hell. Because mm -hmm. they're living their life in a way I don't agree with. Yes. So using that logic, if they deserve all that because they're living their life in a way you don't agree with, do you deserve all that because you are living your life in a way they don't agree with? Right. You know, it's just something to think about. Yeah. Mirror, mirror. <laughs> yes. But uh, that's, that's, um, that's a collective aspect of the storm. I was just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. And, and like I said, it's a, it's a very solid historical pattern, like, you know, the, the actual witch hunts and right. like, um, the, uh, segregation, mm -hmm. the Holocaust, all of those are fractal patterns of each other. Yes. And like the, um, I don't know, moral panic and outrage and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I mean, it, it's, it's vaccinated, unvaccinated, yes. masked, unmasked, same yep. thing. Just yep. looks a little different. Yes. But like it happens a lot and it, it, it's always it always seems to go along with major social changes that are underway. Right. Yeah. Chaos before order. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it part, has, part of it that process. It had to happen this way. Mm -hmm. Like we were we were so set on our track, in our ways, in our programming, running mm -hmm. the same patterns and fractals over and over and over and over, rippling out the same patterns over and over and over. You, like I said, the Holocaust, you see the slaughter of the indigenous people, you mm -hmm. see segregation, uh, yep. 
it happened many times. Vaccines, masks. I'm sure it'll happen again with something new very soon because we're coming up on an election. Got to divide everyone. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so the chaos had to happen. It had to happen. To It's like kicking over an anthill. It's mm-hmm. fucked up. You shouldn't do it, but you did it anyway. And they scatter all over the place and try to find order. And it's all chaotic and wild. But you come out later and you see the anthill's been rebuilt and everybody's fine. Yeah. Everyone survived. Yep. They're all good. Yes. And it kind of reminds me of the um, the uh, part of the Hindu philosophy with the um, the yugas. Oh, yeah. The, the, the oh, ages. Yeah. And like how... Like everything, like Maya, like the the grand illusion of the universe mm-hmm. is the dream <laughs> the of dream. Brahma. Yeah, and and when that, Brahma awakens. Yes, uh, but like before Brahma awakens, there's the age of Kali, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> that bitch. I know, right? <laughs> Freaking chaos everywhere. Yeah, but I mean it's part of the process, and it's part of uh, you the, learned to the love destruction her. is part of creation. Yeah, and uh, it's like uh, you can't have one without without the other right and i mean just like you know you build a house by murdering a bunch of trees yeah (laughs) exactly yeah anyway like you know with like um the the age of kali uh in 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 the uh in that particular mythology Mm -hmm. uh, there's like um these like long ages that that are part of uh the dream of brahma right Mm -hmm. And the age of Kali is like the last one that's the shortest one, but also the most chaotic one. And it's like Kali makes all of this like freaking insane chaos happen and things <laughs> get more and more and more and more chaotic. And then all of a sudden, just just peace. Boop, everything's fine. In and an Brahma awakens. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, you, you see those patterns. That, that's kind of a a long sort of a large pattern of things that you see happening Um you know, on historical social levels and mm-hmm. even like, you know, individual storm breakthrough type. Right. Uh, type situations. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's and it's wild because it's again with fractals for each individual it happens to it moves along the collective storm towards the breakthrough. Yep. So it's like you have your little breakthrough and then the collective inches closer to a collective breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's like ho- I saw this video a while back that comes up every so often with this guy and it's pure chaos all around and he's holding a bomb, a bomb in a box. I think he's, I don't know. He's holding something that's supposed to explode and blow up. And it's like all this, this swell of music and it's like this crescendo into this intense moment and there's all this chaos happening around him and you just, you, you can feel and you know that this bomb's about to explode and then it turns out to be a dud. But there's a flash and immediately he's dressed as a hippie and there's people dancing all around him and singing and everybody's, you know, all mm-hmm. happy and excited because that's what it is. It feels like, oh, my God, the end of the world. And then you're just like, oh, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's calm and peaceful and poetic and people are dancing and singing and there's good music and that's that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's really weird. Like you know, some of some of the chaos. I don't know. It, it, for some for some really weird reason, whenever things get like super chaotic, after they calm down, 
I just look back at it and it's 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 kind of like the end of a Terry Gilliam movie. Like a I keep I keep forgetting that you haven't seen like Mm-mm. Time Bandits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sounds like my kind of movie. So ridiculous. It is so goofy and weird. Uh, I think you'd like it. Uh well, maybe we Trippy should watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a movie night soon and watch that. Yeah. But it's like, you know, um yeah, he was one of the writers for Monty Python, right? Oh. Goodness me, yeah. And you know how, like, at the end of the movies, this like shit just gets like absolutely batshit mm-hmm. <laughs> weird. Yep. Yeah, we, and then yeah. it just abruptly ends. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's about it. Yep. 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 Anyway, this one I actually like this episode, but it got rambly and way off topic. But I don't yeah. hate it. Yeah, but we always bring it back. Yep. Yep. I wish we had some storm sound effects. That, yeah that wasn't that great it's whatever i tried he is you're cute i love you i love you i love that you love my weird yes uh i bet that's gonna sound weird as shit <laughs> played back oh well we are weird it is what it is yep exactly anyway we're gonna wrap this episode up yep Hopefully it'll help somebody with navigating their inner storms and getting through these weird, weird times we're living in. Yes. Yes. Have a great day. We or love night. you. We love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Waterglow podcast. You can find us at podcast.waterglow.net. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pretty much anywhere where you find podcasts, we're probably there. If you want to support the show, become a patron on patreon.com slash waterglow. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at podcast at waterglow.net. Thank you for listening, everyone. 